Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. Woo. Good show today. This is the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. I'm your host, Ty King. Go follow me on Instagram. That's where you can get everything Win, Lose, or Tie. It's simply Win, Lose, or Tie, T-Y-E. You can always email my show. This little shindig I got here, Win, Lose, or Tie podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're a member of Let Me Know Productions. That's the Pick Four podcast with Mark Youngblood. And having said that with Landry Griffith, with Landry Griffith, and... Uh, you can follow up an updates and get updates on our Instagram page from that one too. Uh, LMK Productions twenty twenty one. Okay, uh, last week, man, uh, it was awesome to get John Moore to sit in here and, and John Moore the third sit down and talk about. I mean, just some of the most beautiful sports uh, photos you've ever seen in your life. How he does that, so you get a chance go back and listen to that one. Uh, it's definitely shorter this time. I took it easy on everybody. So, um, but I want to thank John for, for coming in, man. It, it was a lot of fun and, and, uh, I, I love getting his perspective on how he sees, uh, those photos when he's taking them because dang, it's a, it's a talent and, uh, he's definitely got it. So thank Thank you, John. And, um, today's show. So, uh, I've already recorded. Okay. Let me try to get, so it's my first zoom episode. That means I, I didn't have the person in front of me. So, and it was Emily Jones, and we've been talking, and I've been haggling her to get her on this show. So, uh, we had a, a, a conversation, and it was awesome. And uh, so, I didn't want to take up too much of her time. She's busy. She's got kids, and she has a grown woman job. And, you know, uh, it's not five hours, so I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, I really want to thank her for uh, sitting down with me and... Um, and uh, it was just a lot of fun, man. She tells some funny stories, and, and uh, we had a good conversation. So here it goes. Well, Emily Jones has joined the Win, Loser, Tie podcast. I can't believe it. It's been like I've been haggling her for like a year now, and you're finally here. Welcome to the show, Miss EJ, Emily Jones. Thank you, Ty. It's so great to see you, hear you. Um yeah. And I'm I'm honored to be on. I don't feel like you've been haggling me that long, but well, I may be here and there. I feel like either, maybe so. So either way, either way, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Okay, good. I'm happy that you're here. Listen, um, I just want to, uh, I really just want to like give a little preview real quick. I'm going to ask some questions. We're going to reminisce a little bit. Uh, we're going to play tied down, and then we're going to. Uh, I've had some people email some questions in. We'll rapid fire those at the end. Okay. okay. Let's talk about our history real quick. I mean, I, we kind of met each other, but we knew each other. I mean, I first really met you when I got hired at Channel 11. And I look back on that year. I worked there for a little over a year. And, man, that was one of the best years of my life. And I just loved it. And, I mean, and you, in, in essence, you were my boss. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was a great, it was a great environment to work in. Every day, I loved it. I had a great time. We, so. had, we had a lot of fun. And, you know, to be honest, I was way in over my head um in that position um but it's one of those things where you get an opportunity you know to to run a sports department at 20 
three, four, three years old, which is yeah. what I was, especially being a woman in the buckle of the Bible belt. Yep. Um, I didn't know exactly what I was getting myself into and I'm glad I didn't cause I might not have done it, <laughs> but it, it all worked out. Um, met some really great people. Uh, you, Scott Cody, Greg Miller, um, and got a chance to hire some of those people. Vinny Vinzetta, yeah. of course, yeah. who I, I felt yeah. so bad, honestly, when I got that job because Vinny should have gotten it. I mean, let's be real. Vinny well, had been there for a long time. He was on the weekends and, and he was, and we've had, we've had conversations, um, yeah. over the last several years. It's been longer than that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, you know, cause where you kind of feel, I, I didn't want to pass up the opportunity, but you do <laughs> feel bad. Yeah. Um, and Vinny was bitter for a while and he admitted that and, and basically yeah. said like, I shouldn't have taken that out on you. And, but I totally understand where he was coming from. Like he was next in line and, you know, the station wanted to do something a little out there as far as hiring a, a woman. And, um, I'm, like I said, I'm glad they did, but I also yeah. realized that I was, I, I was not qualified to do that job. I was not qualified to run a sports department, but I was like, shit, I'm just going to figure it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and you did figure it out because you had a pretty tight ship. And when you have, when you had Greg Miller and myself, all of us, three of us in a really, really, really tiny office, uh, we needed somebody to run a tight ship. And that, <laughs> cause it wasn't going to be Greg or myself. <laughs> oh, so OCD. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I mean, I can to... just remember on the weekends cause you would leave and then Greg and I would tear that office to, to shreds. And we were like, God, if Emily were to walk in here, because I mean, I can remember on Sunday nights, man, we were we would go to town on that office to get it back to where it was supposed to be when you walked in on Monday. Yeah, I like my yeah, I like my kids. My kids are the same way. <laughs> well, and, and so we have to work here. We have to do some cool stuff together. I want to. I want to. I really want to talk about our one, our one real good moment that we had up in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, at okay. Oklahoma State. Uh, first, I want to say this. I was new to that as well. And so I shot your stand-ups. We're doing stand-ups at the stadium, inside the stadium. And we would have left on time and it, the, the gate, we got locked in to Boone's Pickens Stadium. So, but we wouldn't have gotten locked in if I didn't shoot your stand-ups with a goalpost sticking out of your head. Because you looked at it and go, <laughs> oh my gosh, Ty, the goalpost is coming right. I mean, it was right behind. I was like, oh my God, that looks terrible. You're right. So we had to shoot it all over again. And then we couldn't get out. And we finally just said, you know, we gotta we gotta climb the fence the barbed wire fence and i'll be damned emily you climbed up and got stuck uh-huh i did i did rip my pants yes. um, was and i don't i can't remember if i injured myself or not but it was, uh, yeah you completely ripped uh, a, a pretty good pair of seven jeans i know that so yeah <laughs> uh but I, I did what only a normal guy would do i just started videoing with the camera so yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> Totally, totally makes sense. Very well played. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that was a, that was, was a fun time. It was uh, it was recorded and uh, shortly therefore erased. I will say that. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, nobody really saw it. So you wanted uh, to keep your job. I yeah, get exactly. It. That's exactly right. I was I wasn't willing to you know go too far with that. But uh, um, but we had some good times and I learned really really quickly that uh, which I was totally okay with when you go on a road trip with Emily Jones, uh, she drives. And, oh. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if it doesn't take long after meeting me to realize that I'm a giant control freak. <laughs> and so that's, that's one of the things that goes along with it yeah. is, uh, well, is driving as much as possible. I've, I've learned after 13 years of marriage to defer to my husband in some situations, but, <laughs> um, but if I, I've got a choice, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to take the wheel. Right. And, and I will say this, Emily, because, um, 
and I mean, I kind of want to transition into working in that in this industry that you're in and being a, a woman. I will say this, man, there's so many people out there that don't uh, that don't do their homework. You want to it, it, guys or girls doesn't matter. But I can remember on those long road trips we would take. If I tried to go to sleep, you would be like, OK, Ty, can we talk about the option offense real quick? I want to understand it better. Can we talk about, you know, whatever, you know, uh, you know, the older two technique is what a three. I mean, you were constantly learning, and I got and I got so much respect for you when you did that. I was like, man, maybe you were already sports, you knew inside and out, but you were always wanting to know more. And that's well, what and I, I think that's yeah. yeah, that's part of it is because I, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't qualified to do that job, and it, I, I I was a sports fan. I've been a sports fan my whole life. My yeah. dad raised my sister and I. It's one thing to be an avid sports fan. It's another thing to cover sports for a living. And so I felt like I was, I, I had some catching up to do. I'd never played, you know, any sport, you know, past. You were a cheerleader. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. don't this is true. Yeah, yeah. And then junior high basketball. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, I didn't, I didn't know all the intricacies of football. And then really, honestly, I didn't know all the intricacies of baseball. I'm st still learning. I'm 20, right. 20 years covering this sport and I'm still yeah. learning stuff, but I did definitely didn't know the intricacies of baseball until I, until I started covering the Rangers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think it, early on, especially being a woman and being young and being, like I said, in the buckle of the Bible Belt in West Texas, I think there was. Um, it, I didn't want to admit when I didn't when I didn't know something, and now I'm secure enough in my job and myself that if I don't know something, if something comes up, uh, you know, even in baseball, I, I'm I'm not afraid to admit. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. I mean. Yeah. It's just, I think that's, you kind of reach a point in your life where you're like, you know, I've done my homework. This is what, this is what I know, but there are certain things I don't know. And that's, right. that's okay. But it, 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 you have to be that way, no matter what you're doing, really. I mean, so, uh, I mean, so anyway, but I, I just found that, I just, I found that really, it was awesome of you. I was like, I, I respected you for that because, because let me tell you why. And I'm a big defender of yours because when we worked in that sports office and I don't know how you did it, but the people there are the nastiest people out there in the world that, that will send in the worst emails. And I, it would just fire me up, Emily. I would get so pissed. And you handled it like grace. And I'm sure it gets even worse once you're on a bigger platform. Because I ran across a story the other day, and I heard a story. Um, I think you told it on the air somewhere about a Fox executive maybe telling you to fix your hair differently. Mm -hmm. well, tell, the, tell the folks, tell the windows of the audience that little story. Well, <laughs> I mean, because I don't know all the details, but I want I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, first of all, you I will. Yes. The, the criticism and the feedback and that it was it was nasty and it wasn't it was so not based on like the job that I was doing and more on like the fact that I was a woman, my appearance, all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. So That's what, what I was doing. Is, I would get pissed when somebody would say, could you wear a different outfit? I mean, email the art, email mm -hmm. you like. Yeah. And I will I mean, say this though, it, it may, it caused me to develop really, really thick skin really, really early on. And yeah. now the criticism is still there. The, you know, the rando comments about my hair, all that kind of stuff. Now they have direct access with you for social media, like whatever. But yeah. now there's so few things that actually bother me that yeah. I don't even just, it just like <laughs> literally rolls off, um, yeah. rolls off my back. But you know, you, you just, you run into certain situations like with the hair comment um, from the Fox executive. Um, you know, I've been, I, I wasn't even working for Fox at the time. I was already working for the Rangers. So I had mm -hmm. left Fox and, you know, 
worked really hard to establish my relationship with the Rangers and still be a good citizen for the network since that's I was still appearing on Fox. Right. I'm still appearing on Valley Sports Southwest, but I am a Rangers team employee. Right. And so, um, you know, this executive came in from LA and like the first thing he said, and he said it in front of people. And he was, Tom Green was one of them, um, who I absolutely adore. But right. anyway, so we're in the TV booth and he says to me, you know, Emily, I really like it when you wear your hair back. And I was, I just stopped for a minute. And I kind of took inventory of what we, where what was happening. And I was like, did you, did you really just say that out loud? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I just feel like you can see your face more. And, and I was like, oh, honey, I said, you really should not have said that out loud. Yeah. Like, it is not, you, you, you don't get to tell me how to wear my hair. You oh don't get to God. tell me that. And let's talk, why don't we talk about like performance, job performance? How do you think I've been doing on the air? What do you think yeah. about that? You come at me out of the gate with, I like it when you wear your hair back. Oh, come on. We need to, we need to reevaluate things. So yeah, I, kinda, it, I, I made myself very, very, very clear. Right. Um, and if he was going to bring that up and I, I, had, I thought about waiting and talking to him privately, mm -hmm. but I thought, no, 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 no. If you're going to bring this up in front of a group of people, I'm going to come back with my response to what you have said in yes. front of that same group of people. Uh, and so it's, it's little stuff like that. It's not, I mean, it's not a not that big of a deal, but it's like the principle of it. It's right. like you don't get to tell me how to wear my effing hair. No, I know that would and, I, and that see that's the kind of stuff that would drive me nuts. And even like now, like if I see a tweet or something, you know, I follow you on Twitter or, or an Instagram. If I see a comment, I mean, I hate it. Pisses me off. Like because <laughs> I always like felt like I, I was like you, you guys don't even know she works her ass off. And well, you're sweet. Yeah, I'm used well, to it. It's done. Know, it doesn't phase me. I'm not used to it. It used to bother my my family and my oh you know my. Gosh. Friends, Johnny Moss and Dustin Nicholas. And, oh, yeah. Um, Brian Lewis, those guys used to get on and these message boards and defend me. And then people would think it was me under a pseudo oh. name. I was like, guys, y'all have just got to stop. I'm, I'm fine. I know. I know. I'm fine. It just, it, it, it drives me insane. Absolutely insane. Um, but let's take back the KCBD days a little bit. I know it was so funny. Like, I know when you wanted to stop being called EJ. And I mean, it, I know that I could probably call you that or whatever. I started the show off like yeah. that, but, but you had the EJ Sportsmobile. Oh. And I know that there was a car that had it was like, a Ford it, Taurus. Yeah, it was a Ford Taurus, it was a Ford EJ Taurus. Sportsmobile on it, KCBD. And I just remember you being like, I, what? Come on. Like, <laughs> you, would, you, would, you would never want to drive that car. You were like, I'll take my own car to the, the game. If you're going to put, my name on the side of a car. Don't get something better than a Ford Taurus. <laughs> it was pretty oh, beat man. up too. I know. So, oh my it's gosh, man. Or something. Yeah, I was. Uh, that that was funny because you would just you, every day you were just like, oh god, that car. We would see it in the parking lot. You were just like, come on. So yeah. I, I loved that. But uh, we did have some fun times, and and you go back and working with Karen and Abner and Benji. Of course, Benji is how you know kind of got my connection in there. Um, what 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 is somebody like um take me those your best bloopers or your worst bloopers maybe on the air at, at channel 11 and then um, i want to ask you the same question when you're working for the texas rangers so so i it, the the one at kcbd is easy because it's was prairie dog or groundhog day and they brought me a prairie dog and the thing shit on me basically <laughs> And so they even submitted it to, remember when Dick Clark had like the TV's bloopers and practical jokes, so it made yeah. it on there. 
Yeah. Uh, and so it's like pooping and I'm holding it and I'm wearing gloves <laughs> and it's kind of biting me. It was just, a, I mean, a giant disaster. And you were alive. You were, you were uh, alive. And we were alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh then I gosh. just started laughing uncontrollably to where I yeah. couldn't even like talk. And then, you know, so I just toss it back to Karen and Abner. And um, so that was a, a funny moment that, uh, you know, yeah. that, I'll, that I'll definitely never forget. Um, as far as the Rangers are concerned, I don't, I can't think, I mean, so much of my existence with them is linked to the Powerade showers. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah. That, you're famously really known favorite. for the people that are listening that, that haven't, do not know this. You're famously known for interviewing the player after the game, the player of the game usually, and he, they will come in Gatorade, Powerade, uh, you know, cooler him. And you were always in the line of fire. <laughs> Yeah, and so some the the one that was the is the most notable was with the one with Josh Hamilton, and that was actually two. That was a double cooler day, yeah. and Elvis had one. Elvis Andrews and Robinson Trinas had another, mm-hmm. and one got me and one got Josh, and it, it yeah. looked like what's that Halloween movie Carrie or something oh, like Carrie? Yeah, what? Red, like red. It looked like blood. It yeah, ridiculous. Um. But yeah, that's probably that's yeah. probably up there. And then the photo bombing George Bush. Oh. When I, w. I'm going to post I that picture on the post if, you, if I have your permission. I want to post that picture uh, yeah. when I promote this. That because I, I, I saw that picture when I was trying to look up and not he photo bombed you right while you're on the air. It was so funny. Yeah. He and yelled he, at me. I mean, I was talking yeah. and he yelled something at me. And I didn't even know what happened. And I went, I got done doing my hit. And then I went and sat back down and it, my phone was compl- obliterated, blowing up. Oh my up. gosh, I'm sure. Because I had no idea he did it. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's got to be pretty cool that a former president knows you. I mean, you know, and knows you well enough to, and he can, he knows he can joke around with you, you know, because he seems like a, I mean, despite your politics, I don't care what your politics are. He seems like a pretty funny dude, a pretty good, cool guy to be around. That's my dude. I, yeah. I freaking love um, President Bush. I mean, yeah. he is, I've got, like I said, got to know him over the last, you know, how many ever years, 15, yeah. 20 years. And um, he's, he's a trip. He's super chill. He's super cool. Um, and we've gotten to be, I mean, I guess as friendly as you can be uh, yeah. with a former president. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's not like the, it's not like you're going out to dinner or anything, but yeah, no, he, he, but that no. was a really cool, funny moment. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. I wrote down some things. I didn't write that down. Um, yeah, it was fun. That cracks me up. So, uh, and what's the, what do you like best? I mean, I know you really like covering the Rangers and working for the Rangers versus like a TV station. Like, like a t- what's the biggest di- advantage of that? I mean, for you, professionally for you. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, you know, when I came, to, when I left Lubbock and came to DFW, uh, my, my sites were set on football sidelines, um, big 12 in particular, I got to that point And then I kind of looked at it and it really organically, you know, when, when I got to Fox is when we just started these TV contracts to where Fox had the rights to the stars, the Mavericks, the Rangers, the Spurs, the Rockets, the, right. I mean, there was a ton of teams they had contracts with. And so we all kind of got divvied up and put kind of on beats um for lack of a better word and so i just kind of got assigned to the rangers and like i said i i was a baseball i mean i i watched a little bit of it and there wasn't a ton of baseball on mike hargrove who was the rangers rookie of the year in 77 i think um he and my dad were best friends in high school so i had a little bit of a we had a little bit of a baseball connection but i i didn't love and appreciate baseball at all when i first got here then i started covering the rangers um, for Fox and really kind of organically started developing this love of the game and this organization and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so 
after I had Hattie, my second child, um, I kind of looked up and was like, okay, the football sidelines, I can kind of read the writing on the wall. I mean, I'm in Ames, Iowa for Iowa versus Kansas, you know, the weekend before Thanksgiving. I don't really think they see me as like the next rising NFL sideline you know, far. And so I really did develop, like I said, this love for baseball for the Rangers organization. And so after Hattie was born in 2013, I was just like, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm done with the schedule. I'm done, you know, being gone 10 weeks a year or, you know, during the fall to cover, you know, really the, probably the worst game in the big 12 at that point. And so (laughs) I left there and then went to work. The Rangers offered me kind of created a position for me. Um, and so I went to work for them and, the, the best thing about it is just the, the, that consistency and right. um, the fact that I'm able to establish and develop relationships over a long period of time um, where I'm not hopping from thing to thing. I've got my eyes on, on one, you know, right. focus on one thing. And, um, and it's, it's something that I love. It's an organization that I love. Um, I love the people that I've met along the way. And so, yeah. and I'm a very relationship driven person. And so the fact no that- No doubt you are. And that's what yeah. I think makes you great too. I, honestly, you can see your rapport with the players when you interview them and that comes right through. And I think it's always been that way kind of. So Yeah, and it takes time. You can't yeah. force it. That's the, mo- the biggest, the, the most frequently asked question I get is how to develop those relationships. And my yeah. first thing I always say is don't, you can't force it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's guys too that I had a decent relationship with, but they weren't interested in like, you know, the relationship that I have with like Joey Gallo and Delano DeShields that like we're yeah. going to lunch next week. Like we have a, like a, a legitimate friendship and right. investment in each other to where, you know, but not, not all guys were like that. Cole Hamels was great to me, but we, we were never going to be, yeah. you know, right. getting deep each other and talking, you know, that just, and you, and you have to respect that. For sure. Um, that not everybody wants to be buddy, buddy with you. And I get yeah. that. And then some guys, it just takes a long time, you yeah. know? And so that's why I always tell people is you just, you can't force and, it. And while we're on the subject, like so I had Tyler Lyons on two weeks ago and uh, it, too long of an episode, but it was, it was, I was fascinated. So I didn't know this, but now I know you know this because you travel with the team on the airplane. The, the airplane rides are different on it with a team. Like he's like, we don't have to, we don't do the, they don't do the security things like the, no. you know, <laughs> it's like, Hey, you just get on the plane. And that yeah. was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It, it, what, you, you get real spoiled traveling with a, a professional yeah. sports team. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got every class, every seat is first class, basically the seats recline and then they're bringing you food. And yeah, that's good. And that's, that, that was just fascinating. I was like, so there's no like flight attendant that like shows you how to put on the oxygen. He goes, hell no. no. I was like, we're, we're all very well versed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think we all are. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what? I, I want to get to, uh, you know what? We're going to play tied down. Are you ready? Okay. I know, I know that uh, I have to play my sound. This is my sound. Okay. That's the sound of uh, tied down. So we're about to start playing. Okay. What tied down is, is five questions and they're random trivia questions and they all have a right answer, even though they might be an opinion because the right answer, I'll tell you if it's right or not. Okay. And I hand out points irresponsibly. And I just, uh, if you have, if you need a bonus question, I'll ask a bonus question at the end if I think you need it. And then I'll decide whether you win or lost. We have had losers. Chris Level lost. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. But he's actually won him once. He's been on twice. Uh, okay. Jamie Barry, he lost. And my sister lost. So, Kippy. So, yeah, they've got, you, you've got, not many people have lost, but that can happen. Okay. So, uh, all right. With that being said, I got my questions right here. Emily Jones, you're officially tied down. 
I'm going to give you 25 seconds. You must stop watch. And I need, I'll, I'll, I'll go over the questions after it's over, okay? By the way, so okay. I don't tell you whether you got them right or wrong at the time. So okay. we'll talk about it after it's over. Number one, I'll give you 25 seconds. You get bonus points if you say my favorite one, but I need three Julia Roberts movies. Oh gosh, Pretty Woman. Um, Steel Magnolias. Um, uh, wasn't she in like some Notting Harry, Notting Hill? Number two. Okay, 25 seconds as well. I don't think it'll take you that long. Number two, name. That's okay. Name two Major League Baseball teams. Their mascots are a bird. Uh, the Car St. Louis Cardinals, Toronto Blue, Blue Jays. Bonus if you give you the third one. Um, there's only three. We can go back to it. And okay. You, you, you answered the question. Okay. Number three, what's the capital of Arizona? Um, Tempe. Number four, I need two, and I'm going to give you 20 seconds. I need two fruits that start with the letter P. A pear and a pomegranate. Number five, 20 seconds. I need three rappers that start with their name starts with Lil. Lil Wayne, Lil, Lil Bow Wow, Lil Too Short. <laughs> okay. Bonus question. All right. We're going to go to the bonus. Okay. You used to laugh so hard in the sports office when we worked together when my phone would ring because of my ringtone. Do you remember what it was? No, please. Okay. I can't, no, no, zero clue. Okay. All right. Is it like. Stop the clock. No, that's fine. You have zero clue. That's okay. All right. I said name three Julia Roberts movies. And uh, you get bonus points if you came up with mine. And you went Pretty Woman. You went Still Magnolias, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. And then you went Notting Hill, and that is my favorite one. Notting Hill, I wrote it down hey. right there. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Uh, two MLB uh, teams that have birds. You said uh, Blue Jays and Cardinals. We won't talk. I'll promise. I'm not going to talk about the Cardinals today because that's a sore subject okay. with Ranger Pete. So, but I'm glad you said the Cardinals. Uh, you said Cardinals and Blue Jays. Orioles is the other one. Um, but you got that right. State, uh, the capital of Arizona is Phoenix. You said Tempe. So that's wrong. Uh, two fruits that start with the letter P. Okay, you went way out. I couldn't believe you said pomegranate. That's not what I would have said, but that but you get that pomegranate and pear. So there's a pineapple you could have said papaya. Okay. I would I don't even know what that is, but okay, so you got that right. Three rappers that start with Lil. You said uh Lil Wayne, that's correct. You said Lil Bow Wow. He, he used to be Lil Bow Wow, now he's just Bow Wow, but that's still correct. And then you said Lil Too Shorted, that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> And my, and, my, and my ringtone was uh, uh, in the club by 50 Cent, and it would ring, okay. and you would go, oh, my gosh, Ty, is That's that really it. your ringtone? I go, you damn right it is. <laughs> so um, add all those points up. Emily, you have won today on Tied Down. Congratulations. You're a winner. Yes, and I love it. Okay, let's get back to, uh, to, get back to the, our regularly scheduled program here. Um, a girl named Heather that, that listens to the show, she emailed in uh, and and I won't get the email questions just yet, but I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was really, I'm glad she emailed this in because I watched it and I loved it. And I'm glad you did it because it's a subject that's dear and dear to my heart. It's when you get the Drew Robinson story. I mean, come on. I mean, how? I mean, that's a guy that survived his suicide attempt, survived, and he's 
And I mean, just wow, what a fantastic story. And I just want to thank you for that because that's a huge, wow. man, that was awesome. I mean, yeah. And he, that's, he's my dude. Um, yeah. You know, he's one of those ones that I definitely have a, a more than just a surface relationship with. And um, I'm so proud of Petey and how he's handled himself, how, you know, he's kind of made this his mission and mm-hmm. wants so badly to help other people. Um, so thankful for his sweet, sweet girlfriend, um, Diana, and, you know, her sticking with him. And, yeah. um, you know, just, it, it, he's just such a remarkable story. And when you yeah. just hear him tell it, I mean, it's just gut-wrenching. But the fact that he is, and he's been so honest about, you know, it hasn't been all great since then you know it's not like I had you know obviously I did have an epiphany but it doesn't mean I don't still go down those dark roads sometimes and you know he's so self-aware now and he's he's such a good dude and I'm just so proud um of what he's doing to raise awareness for for mental health and um yeah I just love him so much yeah because I mean I I love to see stories like that because I mean you know in, in uh I mean I went through a period like that too I've struggled like that and it's and it's hard to explain and it's even harder to, to be open about it because, yeah. you know, and so, uh, yeah, that, that was just awesome. Emily, I love that. And I mean, to really to help him bring that to light too, to show that to people was, was really, really cool what you did. And I, I mean, that's a, just an awesome, awesome story. So, uh, I just wanted to say, honestly, I wanted to say thank you for that. And I was, thank you to Heather for bringing that up to me too, because I didn't, I didn't have that written down, but, uh, we are going to email questions. We'll rapid fire these. I know you're short on time. And, uh, so let's do this. Landon Hale, he wanted to know, here's a couple of questions. Who have been your favorite Rangers uh, since you've been working for the Rangers? Um, I mean, there's there's so many. I mean, yeah. you know, Adrian was so fun to cover on a daily basis. I mean, the dude just had so much fun playing baseball, and he just played yeah. it at such a ridiculously high level. Oh, my gosh. He was so awesome. I love him. Yeah. He, is, he was just fantastic. But what's funny is Landon said, uh, to follow up that question, was Adrian Beltre as much fun out there yes. as it seemed like? Yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. Adrian, it was so fun. And that combination of him and Elvis playing off of each other was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm super close with Elvis, you know, Rugi, Joey, mm. Delino, um, you know, Petey, Drew Robinson, yeah. uh, Derek Holland. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I, that I, I still keep in touch with. Nomar Mazzara. I mean, there's, I mean, there's yeah. Robinson Chirinos. Um, I mean, there's just, there's so many of them that, you know, Mitch Moreland, Ian Kinsler, yeah. Michael Young, I mean, Mike Napoli, like that you develop, you spend so much time with, with people and then you develop these relationships and you, you know, get to know their families and yeah. all that kind of stuff that just because they get traded or move on or retire, it doesn't mean that those relationships end. Um, so yeah, it's, that's, it's been it's the, it's the greatest part about this job is, is the relationship. Yeah. Uh, and you can see it. I'm telling you, it comes through. So, it, I mean, it really does, but uh, Landon also wanted to know, but this is really just a cheap plug for him. Cause he said, uh, cause he's a realtor with David Rogers homes. So he just wants to know. Uh, oh, how, 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 He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, have you ever had a better home? I just built my, well, this is my third now. So David yeah. Rogers homes was my, that was my first home. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it was a plug. It was a wonderful experience. Yeah, and I just built another house and if I'm never doing it again. And they, I told my kids I can bury me here. <laughs> I'm not awesome. leaving. Sharon emailed in. She has a couple of things she wants to know. Uh, she was like, she, but, and I know Sharon, she's like, you didn't tell me you and Emily were friends. I'm like, well, I mean, when you work together, you stick, you stay in touch. And so she said, what's yeah. your most memorable moment working with, with the Rangers? 
So um, when we clinched the division in 2010 in mm-hmm. Oakland against the A's, nice. yeah. um, definitely because it was the first time that so many of those guys had experienced, you know, going to the postseason, yeah, winning the division. Um, and then afterward, we all went out together and the, I think it was Brandon McCarthy. I talked about this with JD the other day, rented out a, basically rented out a big room at a bar and we all went, it was front office, media, players, anybody who was in with the team in Oakland, uh, we all hung out and JD and I talked about this the other day and he even recognized at that time, he's like, it'll never be like this again. But there was something about the newness and it was a, there was an innocence about it to where, you know, the, the, the business side didn't come in yeah. to the baseball side. It hadn't entered at that point. Everybody was riding this wave and it was awesome. Um, but that, that was, that was definitely that, my heart. That, that's probably what I was going to, I would guess that would be it. But yeah. I mean, you know, you never know, but, uh, and I think you've answered this question. She wants to know, do you remain close with, uh, any Rangers of the past? I think you've answered that because you still yeah, are, She's, you've named off several of them. Um, and, she asked, what's the best part of your job? I think you answered that earlier. It was the relationships that you're making, yeah. you build right now. And I think Not even close. Yeah. yeah. And I think, man, if you don't make, build relationships wherever you're working, then you then you need to work somewhere else, you know? Well, and think about <laughs> it. Like, think about the criticism that I took about having relationships with the players and coaching staff and stuff at Tech. I mean, Dennis yeah. Simmons, one of my dearest friends, uh, I was in his wedding. I mean, yeah. you know, people would criticize that. I mean, I, I still stay in touch. Sonny and Kate Dykes came over to our house um, before the season started and had dinner. I mean, those are... Yeah. You know, same. It's, I know. They are. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just say that. Yeah, I just think there. It's 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 it would be a priority for me, and regardless of of what job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, uh, I have a one guy quit from Iowa QFI. He wants to know how good do you think the Rangers will be this year now that Degrom's coming in? I mean, they're doing something there. Yeah, I I don't think they're done. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're done for sure. Um, and I, I think that, you know, based on what this team was able to do last year, as far as just some internal development um, and then bringing Bruce Bochy in, I yeah. think is huge. I mean, I just feel like he's perfect. And he, man, you talk about that. He, he is a consummate professional, like, and he's just a, he's a great coach. And man, oh, yeah. And he's know. got the respect of the, for sure. That's, of what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he has it. Yeah. And he has, he has yeah. great track record. So, so I, I, would, I mean, I would think that I, I don't think, you know, a winning record is out of the question. And I don't think a wild card spot is out of the question. I don't think so either. So uh, I love that. And you know who else uh, emailed the question in? Scott Cody. Scott oh, Cody. did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, how many people have you hired uh, that went their entire interview with their flying zip? <laughs> 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 one. Okay. Yeah, One. Mr. Scott, Scott got the, Cody got has the, the best meltdown story of me ever, though. It was I was on set, and back in the day when people would call and criticize me, uh, yes. and I remember asking if anyone called. Remember this story? It involves. No. So, he, so this is a great story. So yeah. I walk in and I'm like to the office, and I'm like, "Did anybody call?" Because at that point, I think I was getting criticism on the reg, and I was like, "Okay, who's who's got something now?" Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I don't really feel." comfortable and I'm like what it's like I don't really feel comfortable telling you what they said and I'm like well fuck now you have to tell me yeah you don't know and he's like I really I I just don't really feel comfortable and I was like well dude you're you're gonna tell me like period end of story so go and so he's like um so this girl called or maybe it was a guy I can't remember and she said she could 
see your pee crack. <laughs> Meaning that I had a camel toe. So oh. I look at Scott and I, you remember we had that mirror. Oh yeah. And so I remember looking at Scott and I'm like, look at me right now. Do I have a camel toe? And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so, <laughs> so uncomfortable in my place. He's like, and then I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm looking at Scott and I'm yelling and do, do I have a camel toe? And he's like, oh, what are you yeah. doing? Oh like, my gosh. Hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh, bless his heart. I probably, I mean, I should have been like sent to HR for making Scott Cody <laughs> so uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, love Scott Cody, him yeah. and unzipped yeah. fly. So we he both have a- like zipper pant issues. Yeah, yeah, both of you guys. Yeah. Seriously. What's going on there? <laughs> I know. Well, Scott Cody dislocated my shoulder in, uh, in, in a basketball game in, in, in ninth grade. So he, he always will text me and go, Hey man, I hope that shoulder's doing okay. I'm yeah. like, all right, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Yeah, he also he also has another good question. He goes, did you ever not ask the first question at a Bobby Knott press conference? Um, probably not. <laughs> I, that was that was my gig. Man, that was my, I know that was my thing. God, I, and I just still to this day, Emily, I can say this. You, you don't. You can be political by or you know, a, a politically correct. I just I've never interviewed. I had interactions with during the media when I was at Channel Eleven in sports, and even past that with a. Man, he was just—he was an asshole. I mean, yeah, he was—he he was a bully for yeah, sure. He time. was absolutely a bully, and I mean, he would push great you coach. And he knew what he was doing. It's just he was just an asshole. Yeah, but he, he would push you, and then th- as soon as you push back, he was usually pretty good. But yeah. he's trying to test you to see, yeah. which is a total mind f, especially for a young woman just starting in sports. Like he—I t- mean, it was a total mind f. But yeah. once I started pushing back. Then, then the respect happened. I'm not saying that's a it's a smart tactic. It's a good practice, but that's right. that's that's the way he operated. Yeah, he was, and he and, and you know what? And I want you to just speak really quickly because because uh, when I was there with you for for that period of time, you and Mike Leach had such an interesting relationship. I mean, it, but it was really close. Like he he trusted yeah. you, and so he, did. he was a character man. That dude, yeah, he was, was crazy. hilarious. Yeah. And I still, I still stay in contact with him. We'll text every yeah. once in a while. He came on my podcast, The Mom Dame. Yeah. He did an entire interview while he was on a bike and then got a flat tire. And then while he was changing the tire, it was a complete factor. <laughs> it was still Mike Leach. It was hilarious. That is the most Mike Leach thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. But he, you know, he's kind of, as you know, he's definitely a mad scientist. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's also, he's pretty... He's, a, he's so smart. His coaching tree is just stupid. Yeah, um, ridiculous. And so it was to, to go into that position, like I said, so young, being a female in conservative West Texas, and, and to have Bob Knight and Mike Leach. It's yeah. like, I mean, yeah. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to sports. You yeah, know? See, welcome like, to sports. Exactly. Stopped it by fire. It's funny because I had David Thomas on, on the show, and, uh, and uh, he, he said, he goes, I'll tell you a good Mike Leach story. I said, what is it? He said, um, I got recruited. And we go over there, and he's talking to me. Right yeah, and David kid. Thomas was committed to us, and he he told me, and he gave me the exclusive, and then he went to Texas. Hey. So I know. I mean, David I was, Thomas. hey. But he, he said, he went over there. It was at a dinner. Like, they were having, like, a barbecue dinner or something in the, for, for recruits or something, and he was there. Mike Leach goes over there, talks to him for, like, 20 minutes, individually, one-on-one, and the whole time he had mustard on his chin, and David was like, "I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I didn't want to say anything." <laughs> Wait, you but know, maybe like, it wasn't David Thomas. Maybe it was Shay Reagan. Remember Shay Reagan? Yeah, it was Shay Reagan. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, sorry, David Thomas. Love no, you. That's okay. No, but sorry. he was just. I was like, dude, that's, that's the most crazy. Reagan. 
That's the most crazy story. with Idaloo, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Idaloo. Yeah. Absolutely. Mustard on Mike Leach's mouth is not, not that's, that's <laughs> the most, least surprising thing ever. Surprising wasn't eating like a hot dog as the, you know, yeah. like eating was taking place. It was, yeah. But you could just see that happening with him. And uh, uh, Scott Cody wants to know, do you, do you still grab the arm of a random person sitting next to you during takeoff and landing? <laughs> I found that alert. So funny. I've gotten a little better at flying. Yeah. Um, but if there's turbulence, the the arm goes out, the hand goes out immediately, and yeah. whatever is there gets yeah. grabbed. Okay. So, that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's a. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty anxious flyer myself because yeah. I mean I'm like, hey, could we get back on the road? Like, where's the why are there bumps? And yeah. Oh yeah. And what happens if like the, we need to change the oil? We can't just pull over. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Scott went on to say some really good things about you. I mean, he was awesome. And uh, he said he still has a Texas Tech-themed Rangers hat that she mailed, just you mailed to him. That's pretty cool. He goes, it's my yard mowing hat, and that's the hat I wear while listening to your podcast, Ty. So, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my man Trevor sent in, he said, uh, what up, Ty? I got a couple of suggestions, questions for Emily Jones. Um, how do you handle all the logistics with kids during Ranger season? Like, mm, that is crazy. Because you, uh, you have Henry and Hattie, right? So, yeah. yeah. And Hattie, what, Henry just had a birthday, I think. Henry, no, his, they're both summer babies. Oh, uh, summer. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Henry's 11, Hattie's nine. It's yeah. just, it's a giant shit show. We have a ton of people, ton of family that helps. Um, we, It's just, it takes an army. You know, people say it takes a village for us. It takes an army, I feel like. <laughs> so it's just being, I mean, yeah. thankfully I am super OCD and organized. So I just have a, yeah. uh, the childcare calendar, it gets sent out every, you know, month and then changes right. are made and, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a definitely a, a moving target. Yeah, because that's not just your nine to five job. I mean, you know, so, yeah, and you're out of yeah. town, and I mean, that's yeah. just that's a little bit different. Okay, and out. I'm. Uh, he said, "Oh, he wants to know what was Ty like as an employee." I'd like to know that. You were great, Ty. I mean, just always so happy, always so always good for a laugh. You worked your tail off. Um, you know, we had fun. You were a yeah, we great. Did. You were a great employee, and especially for someone like me who didn't have a ton of experience in, in that type of, of role, um, you were always so respectful and, you know, deferring to me. And, you know, I know that at that time, you know, it's probably not not a lot of, you know, men are used to being in that role where, you know, their tech, quote unquote, boss is a woman or whatever. But yeah. um, I feel like everybody that 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 I worked with in, in our sports department was, was fantastic. And yeah. we're always just so, so fun. Well, I mean, around. you know, but, and there's stressful times and that can bring out stressful moments, uh, you know, but it's, it was never, I never, you know, didn't, you know, I was always like, I never went home mad. I mean, you know, right. it was just, a, yeah. it's just in the heat of the moment. There could be. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like you, you, yeah, you have those mo those times where, yeah, yeah especially in the, that environment, television. Yeah. live television, yeah, you know, all exactly. that. Yeah. So, but I appreciate that. Those are nice words. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, Trevor also wants to know, hey, were you offered a gig on 97.1 The Freak? I wasn't. Uh, they did not ever approach me about, like, specifically hosting okay. or anything like that. Um, it kind of got tossed out there a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I I don't. The last thing I want to do is drive to Dallas every day and do a four-hour radio show. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love doing the, my podcast, and yeah. but that's that's just too much. And I'm gonna give me. you a podcast a plug real quick. It's the Mom Game, right? Yeah. It is, and I, I've listened to some. I've listened to quite a few episodes, and it really is. Even though it really doesn't pertain to me because I don't have kids and I'm not a mom, and right. uh, so 
but that's why our tagline is not just it's still funny yeah it's it's still like we're kind of bringing it bringing it all um yeah do you guys do everything to the table absolutely and i think it's really really good so uh and and trevor also wants to know who at the ticket is easiest to get along with um i guess he listens man he's a big fan donovan yeah okay I love him. All right. Uh, Greg Miller sent in questions all the way from Ohio. Okay. Uh, the better car, Ferrari or the EJ Sports Machine? <laughs> the EJ Sports Mobile, of course. <laughs> he's a, this is a multiple car. choice. This is a multiple choice question right here, okay? Uh, there's A, B, C, and D answers. Best sports department member, A, Greg Miller, B, Ty King, C, Vinny Vinzetta, or D, Matt Allison. Scott Cody didn't even make the list, so. Scott Cody didn't even make the I list. I guess not, yeah. God love Matt Allison. It definitely was not him. So it's a, it's a <laughs> I mean, I love Matt. He's one of my Me dear too. friends. I, I, he's, he's a really Talk about in over his seat. Yeah. dude was not qualified to do that job. Yeah. Um, so it's a three-way tie between the rest of you. There you go. Oh, that's a good answer. There's there's a, there's that politically correct answer I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will, man, Emily, and, and I wanted to give you a, give you a chance to, uh, well, I wanted to know what's your favorite city to go to. Now, and I, I'm, and I'm gonna... um, it depends on the time of year. Right. Seattle in the summer is great. Um, Chicago in the late spring. Chicago yeah. too early is miserable. Chicago yeah. too late is pretty steamy. Gotcha. But just, like, yeah. Go ahead. I would go ahead. say Chicago in June ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then what about like? Along the same long along the same lines, what's the uh what's the outside of Glow Glowfield, what's the your favorite ballpark? Like I mean Fenway's pretty why? cool just because it's so Fenway, historic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Yankee Stadium is just awesome. Yeah. Um I like you know what it says underrated? Milwaukee's underrated. I love yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, that's a beautiful stadium. And I mean yeah. and uh when they you know that big slide and everything, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't they're in the division with the Cardinals, so I don't ever really root for them, but you know. I think their stadium's cool. It does look yeah, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that. Well, Emily. Okay. Last but not least, uh, I know you do have a, you have a side gig with uh, yes. Scout and Seller, I believe it is yeah. Wines, and I love it because you. I love the way you promote it because you're like, hey, I was as skeptical as anybody of uh, mm-hmm. like a what everybody calls it. Sales. Yeah, yeah, direct sales. He says, I, you were, and I mean, I am too. I'm a little cynical and skeptical about that, but. I have a good friend, Andy Enlow, who was on the show. She talks about her side gig and then, and you t- tell me what it is. How does that, how does it work? And what you, I mean, I know it's wine, but yeah. Yeah. So basically I just market wine. I mean, it's, yeah. it was a company that was started Scout and Cellar about six years ago. And, um, I had done road in fields, but I really didn't get into it. And so once I heard about this opportunity, I'm like, well, this is a consumable, I'm going to try it. And I always tell people, like, regardless of if you want to, you know, schlep wine like I do or skincare or whatever, I feel like you should absolutely have multiple streams of income. Um, You know what I mean? I don't just because at any point in time, the Rangers could be like, we're done with you or whatever. Um, You don't want one person controlling your financial destiny. And so if you can, you know, diversify your income, if you can have multiple streams of income, yeah. Um, and, and make it work for you, then why not? But like people yeah. that are like, it's a pyramid scheme. And I'm like, how is it a pyramid scheme? Like, yes, I do have people on my team, but you know what? If they sell wine and then we, sh- you know, they didn't sell, they don't sell, people buy wine from them, then they get the wine, then they drink it and then they either order some more or they don't. Like, there's no yeah. scheme here. Like, if yeah. you buy wine from me, then yeah. you get the wine and then if you like it, you order more. A like, period, right. end of story. There's nothing yeah. scheming about it. And this. I know it. And, and, and I just, but I like the way your openness was about it. You're like, hey, I'm, yeah, you know, because I'm I was like, too, hey. 
it kind of has a stigma, right? Especially it did, yeah. you know, how many ever years ago. I feel like now there's so many, so many companies are choosing yeah. the direct sales um, platform and the multi-level marketing that it, it makes it makes sense to do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, don't yeah, you bet. I, I mean, I, I find it interesting, and I'm not the biggest wine drinker, but I mean, if it's there, hey, you know, for yeah. Chilton. But I, I mean, hey, there you uh, go. Yeah, uh, and a Chilton and, and an Ultra. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I wanted to, I wanted to not, I wanted to get uh, an answer from that uh, or ask you about that before we before we ended this deal. But I think that's all I've got, Emily. I know that you're short on time. I didn't want to take up all Tower Lines. We, and I did an episode two weeks ago, and it was five hours. So there you go. Whoa, five hours. Oh yeah, it, I, you, I, mean, I couldn't sit still for two hours. That's much my less thing. Five. I know it was crazy. It, it was. I mean, it was yeah. too long. I know, but man, he he. He honestly was like, I've never been so candid in my life. It was, he goes, well, that's awesome. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, so that's good. Well, thanks. And I want to thank you, Emily. This, I mean, it means a lot. And uh, I can't believe I said EJ right off to start off the sportscast. I can't You're fine, that. honey. I, I a lot of people podcast. call me that still. It reminds me of Lubbock. It makes oh, me happy. You know what? Speaking of reminding you of Lubbock, though, you got a little Lubbock in, uh, in the stadium. The little Bahama Bucks there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do think of you every time I see the Bahama Bucks. Yeah. So yep. I, I, uh, I, I, have. Yeah, that, that probably does give you a little bit of a, just at least you see it and kind of go, ah, I know what that is. So, yeah. So, all right, cool. Emily, hey, I, want, I hope you have a great day and a great season. Good luck to you and the Rangers. I hope you'll be great. And, um, and I'll talk to you soon. So, yeah, thanks, Ty. Thanks for having me on. Good luck with this. I'm proud all of right. you. Thank you. See you. Bye. All right. Okay, bye, dear.